Hey peeps, the more observant amongst you may have noticed that this episode, episode 173 of the Speed Matter podcast, with me, your host Gavin Wall and Chief Walrus, is dropping a little late, because um, we're usually the last Thursday of each month, so I just want you to know that I still love all of the walruses out there, and that there's no diminution in our relationship, certainly from my end, and I hope you will forgive me as... As you know, it's totally atypical of the Chief Wallers, but in truth, I do have an excuse for being a little bit late this month. Um, whether it's a good one or not, you will judge, but my baby brother, the hell, a, wee, a wee Wallers, a wee seal, a wee cub, my baby brother, Ben, who's 16 years younger than me, um, same mum and dad, but like he was a little afterthought of our family. Well, he got married last weekend. So... Instead of finalising finalizing my pod, as I normally would for the last uh, sort of week of each month, I was off enjoying myself at his wedding, uh, uh, seeing him getting married to the lovely Oriel. Uh, two lawyers, two lawyers, must be fun in that house, two lawyers getting hitched. <laughs> and it was um, third, time, third time the charm, as they actually had to postpone it twice. Uh, due to various lockdowns with COVID-19, etc. But I'm delighted to report that everything went without a hitch last weekend and they're now happily married and they've a spot reserved on Walrus Island for a fortnight for their honeymoon. So it's all good. And anyway, I thought about doing an episode because of that sort of backdrop and because of my excuse for being late, I thought of doing an episode that was vaguely connected to marriage. You know, the kind of stuff I'm talking about where every great man um, has a surprised woman behind him, or that every great woman has a jealous, ma- a jealous man behind her, or maybe for same-sex marriages, there's something different. I don't know, but that would be too obvious for the wal- walrus. And in fact, it might require some careful plot line and some careful thought on my part. And if I'm honest, my workload is fucking insane at the minute, and I mean really insane. So I thought to myself. What can I do for 20 minutes um, for once that will take me less time than crafting out some imaginative narrative about spaghetti letters in your life and how you need to improve them? And then then it sort of, it came to me like a light bulb. I'll just fucking rant at you for 20 minutes. I'll just fucking shout for 20 minutes. (laughs) Now, that may seem to you like I'm doubling down after a week of being late, after a week of not putting my best effort towards you and I'm taking another shortcut with my content but you know what I reckon deep down you like me ranting at you every now and again look there's a wee smile coming to your face the wee ends of your lips are just curling up there and you're just waiting for me to shake you out of your fucking lazy stupor that's what I think you do like a wee bit of that because I do get good feedback really strong feedback every time I just fucking rant at you for 20 minutes so this is episode 173 uh, as I've said and here's what we're going to do today I'm going to rant about eight stupid or inane or obviously futile fucking things um, that I'm seeing far too many of you out there doing now and what I'm going to say about these eight, I'm going to say, if you're doing two or more of these following eight on your daily, you're barred from listening to the podcast from now on. You're fucking barred from listening. In fact, you're not just barred from listening to the podcast, you're barred from Walrus Island, and I'm going to fucking cancel your passport, your Walrusian passport. Now, how does that sound? But, but, before you get too worried, 
to comply with all of the, the Human Rights Act stuff or the Walrus Rights Act stuff, as we call it here on Walrus Island, I will defer. I'll defer all the banning orders for one week, for one week, in which period you can get compliant and stop doing all the fucking stupid stuff. Okay, so how does that sound? Is that an agreeable way forward? If you're doing two or more, in fact, if you're doing any of these next eight, you've got a week to fucking stop or you and me are finished. So here it goes. Here's the list of fucking stupid shit that you're doing. Now, listen carefully as I could be talking about you and I probably actually am. So number one on my list isn't some sort of theological question. It's just pure stupid shit. And it's something that you need to address if you're doing it. And it's wasting money on cars that you can't afford. Wasting money on cars you can't afford. This particular one ratches it right up my list of stupid shit more and more every year. And do you know why? Because it evidences the fragility inside people who do it. It's the first sign that they have a weakness, that their goals aren't set, that their lives aren't aligned properly. I mean, the golden rule of wealth creation is to never own a depreciating, depreciating asset. Now, all cars, apart apart from, before any smart fucking horses are out there saying, oh, well, a vintage car isn't, all cars that you're using on the daily fall into this category. But it's even worse than that, folks. It's even worse. I see mugs out there buying depreciating assets with borrowed fucking money. Like, what the fuck? I'm, I'm, in fact, I'm actually even seeing a new phenomenon in Northern Ireland where, where um, some dickheads are owning two or three cars on the trip to pretend they've got wealth and then they're fucking posting on Instagram and all sorts of shit like that. Fucking crazy. Don't be following any of those mugs. Now, hooking yourself up in the drip with depreciating assets is how wealth shifts from those with limited resources in their pockets to those who are looking to harvest your fucking hard-earned money. Stop fucking falling for it. Stop trying to keep up with the Joneses next door. Stop buying shit. You don't need to impress people you don't even fucking like. Like, think about it, folks. Think about it. Surely with working from home and Zoom calls and mobile mobile connectivity, there's less and less need than ever to own a car, um, which for many just means that they'll be trapped in a life of debt for the rest of their lives. I mean, I see people, I honestly see people spunking 600 to maybe a £1,000 per month on higher purchase. And that's before you get to the, the fucking tax, the fuel, the insurance, the repairs. And these people, I would reckon, most of them are maybe earning two to three hundred or two to three thousand pounds a month, and a massive, massive chunk of that is going to their car. That's fucking insanity, fucking insanity. Now, I did do it in my twenties, in my early twenties, before I got my shit together, and I eventually traded my lovely Audi Cabriolet for an ex-police car that cost me seven hundred quid that didn't even have any fucking brakes. And I drove that into the ground for 75,000 miles for two and a half, three years, whilst I was earning money for every mile that I did back then when I was in the civil service. So wake the fuck up, you motherfuckers. This is a fucking trap. And that's number one on the stupid fucking shit that I'm seeing out there. So number two, on to number two. This one might surprise you um, because it's trusting your gut. Trusting your gut is the next one on my list. Now, every successful entrepreneur knows you must trust your gut, your spidey sense, your intuition when you've exhausted all avenues of available information and you've done your research. But what I see on the fucking daily is that the work required to establish 
whether something is really the right location or has actual product market fit or is a good service that people really do need or whether you should increase your prices is left is left behind um, and that the trust in your gut kicks in before you've done the actual work, before you've found out the, the customer feedback, before you've done the pilot scheme, before you've participated in a design sprint. All the good, wholesome stuff that will get you to the right answer. And you're trusting your gut because you're too fucking lazy or too fucking arrogant to do this because you think you're always fucking right. Because your gut somehow knows what's right. Like, fuck that shit, man. Only trust your gut after you've accumulated all of the available information. Not instead of doing the fucking work. Number three. Number three. Stop trying to be someone else. Stop trying to conform to the norms around you. Look, I'm going to share a little quick uh, vignette from the other day. It was Actually, it was with my son. Uh, in the car and my daughters were there as well and I drove into a petrol uh, filling station a spar one of course uh, to buy something but I changed my mind um, as we were driving in as I, I realised to myself it was some shit that I didn't really need and I just circled back out and drove straight back out and my son said to me he said dad anyone seeing us will think you're weird Anyone seeing us will think you're weird. Now talk about out of the mouths of babes. He's only friggin' nine years of age. But that one comment tells me that the world is already trying to put a straitjacket on him. He's already analysing simple things with a mindset of what will people think? Is this a little out of the ordinary? Well, I'm telling you to embrace your fucking weird. Embrace your weird. Be yourself. No one is going to buy shit off someone who's the same as everyone else. Do you think I would get walruses listening to this pod if I was dialing it in, conforming, painting vanilla, painting by numbers in, in a fucking vanilla colour? No, I'm fucking unique. And so are you. So is every one of you, you out there. So just be yourself. And let it happen. Stop trying to conform. Number four. The next stupid thing that, that we, we need to stop doing, or people need to stop doing, and it ties in with number three above, it's stop following the fucking rules. Look, you cannot get ahead if you're following all the rules that all the other people are always following. You know what I'm talking about. The sort of the nine to five grind, sitting in a fucking... Now, I know there's less traffic jams at the minute because of working from home, etc. But sitting in a traffic jam in the morning and sitting in the same traffic jam in the evening, punching in the stipulated 37 and a half hours, getting a nice wee balance between your work and your life. Fuck that shit. Stick that in the bin. Now, here's two bits of advice to change change that up a bit. I want you to do these. One of these two things. Do them. Do them. And to be honest, I don't care which of these two. I do have a slight preference, but I don't really care which of these two you do. Work your balls off for 16 hours per day, seven days a week for the next 12 months. And just see where that gets you. Just see where that gets you. It'll change your life forever. I absolutely guarantee you. So break away from the norms that everyone else is doing and do that. Seven days a week for 12 months, okay? Or spend the coming year working out how to get the maximum return from life from the least amount of effort. Okay? The maximum amount from life from the least amount of effort. Now, by that, I don't mean that you should be lazy. What I mean is that you should craft a life where you automate everything. You outsource as much of your life to 
uh, virtual assistants and things like that. You study your hourly rate of reward um, or pay, and if if a task is worth less than the value of your hourly rate in your life, then you take all that cheaper work and you get it done by somebody else, and you only focus on the high value stuff. You work on delivering passive income, passive income. You think about some sort of subscription models and how that could work in your life. So do either of those two approaches religiously for the next 12 months and your life will transform from all the people who are following the rules. Now, I prefer the former, but the latter with a wee bit of the former will do also. So number five, as I come to this next life lesson or point the shit you're doing all the time, this one when I think about it, should maybe be at number one. In fact, this one should be the whole fucking episode. And I think I have done an episode on it before. And it's stop making excuses. Stop blaming others for your fucking shit life. Stop taking the easy way out. Stop yapping. Take responsibility for your fucking life. This is the fucking daddy of them all. The number one reason why you're losing. Your life right now is a consequence of your own decisions. Just fucking accept that. It doesn't matter where you are or where you've been. Where you go from here is down to you. Just you. No one else. Whether your next decision is to walk out of a toxic relationship, drop your anchors and wankers, start to value yourself at more than your hourly rate, and face more time on your, your personal development than you do on eating fucking junk food, it's all down to you. No one else. So stop blaming your wife, your kids, your mum, your dad, your fucking dog that ate your homework. We've heard it all. Stop being a whiny wee bastard. Zero bull. Zero excuses from here on in. Now, number six. I've done one full episode on this one also. But as a percentage out of the 173 episodes that I have done, one episode is only... Let me just fucking <laughs> check this for you. Actually. One episode is only 0.578%. 0.578% of all the episodes I've done. So in truth, I'm not giving this one enough airtime or attention. I, because... because this one is a silent killer of success. It's like the fucking gas in your house if you've got a fucking gas. Like this is like a silent killer of success. It's a cancer that so many of you have. What am I talking about? Have you guessed it yet? Fucking right. Procrastination. Procrastination. Too much talking shit when you're um, not doing enough action. Too much waiting for the perfect moment. Too much waiting for everything to be aligned. Too much waiting until sentiment is right in the marketplace, until interest rates are right, until the bank will lend me, until the partner will let me, until Brexit is settled down. Manana, manana, manana. It never fucking comes, folks. <laughs> fucking telling you. Do you want to hear a wee secret? Do you want to hear a wee secret when you think about this? This will change your fucking life. When the timing is right to do something, it's invariably the wrong time to do it. As that's the time that most people will do it. And consequently, you'll be up against a glut of competition because it's the right time. It's the easy time. They're all going to be fucking do it. No, don't fucking wait. Do it. Do it now. And don't give two fucks if things aren't aligned. Stop waiting for the perfect moment. Right now is your fucking moment. Get off your lazy ass and do it right now. Don't even listen to the end of this podcast. Now come back and listen to the end of this podcast after you have started doing, taking some fucking massive action. Just go and do whatever it is that you've been procrastinating about. Go and fucking do it right now. Number seven. Okay, 
This one is just too obvious. It probably doesn't even need saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. Stop listening to the advice of people around you who have done fuck all with their lives. Stop listening to them, please, 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 please. If I want advice, guidance or mentorship, I seek out someone who's been there and done it, who's got the fucking t-shirt. Look, most people are out there, they're listening to fucking Jimmy down the pub after a skinful um, who thinks um, it's going to be a waste of time. Uh, that you do it. We all know what he's going to say. That's a waste of time. We all know what he's going to say. He's never going to work. He's going to say to you, it's never going to work because of X, Y, or Z. But he's usually saying that because he doesn't want you to leave him behind. He wants you to stay in that nice wee fucking bubble he's got of drinking and blowing your head off on a Friday and Saturday night. So he's going to say it's not going to work. On the flip, he'll maybe advise you to go for something because he doesn't understand the pitfalls because he hasn't done it. Now, there are a lot of people out there delivering average, surrounding themselves. So stop surrounding themselves with people like that and stop fucking listening to them. Unless they already have got the T-shirt, they're not to be listened to for advice on your personal and business development. Remember, you're the average of the three or the five people I can't remember that you spent the most of your time with. And I think on the whole, that is true. So have a look around you for fuck's sake. It's time to move on up and to... Get rid of some of the anchors and wankers. Number eight. The last on our list today. This is another big kahuna of stupid shit. It kind of goes hand in hand with complaining about others, but it's certainly distinct. But like a species of stupid fucking mammal, like lemmings or something, like that walking off a cliff. Now don't, don't fucking at me or write to me if a lemming isn't a fucking mammal. Um, you'll find this one, this particular one, common in those who complain a lot, like we discussed earlier on. At number eight, you need to get it into your thick head that no one owes you anything. No one owes you anything. I mean anything. Nada. Not. Zero. Fuck all. Whatever way you want to say it. Fuck all people owe you anything. And the sooner you embrace this, the quicker you'll not be let down. Your parents, your spouse, your boss, your children, your co-workers, your bank manager, your customers, the interviewer for the job vacancy, they owe you fucking nothing. I mean, I'm just thinking of that job vacancy one. There, I mean, people, to talk about people getting home, oh, such and such company didn't write back to me, or they fucking didn't do this, or, or they didn't give me a wee thank you card for coming to their fucking... Nobody owes you fucking anything, right? They have their own shit to worry about and worrying about yours is unlikely to be high on their list. So when someone does help you, when someone does help you, show your fucking gratitude because they didn't owe you anything. They gave you that and they could just as easily take it away. Expect nothing and you will always receive more than you expect and be grateful for it. Now, this was meant to be a list I think of eight, but just as I was doing those eight, another something popped into my head another piece of stupid shit or cancerous thing popped into my head um, and I think I better do this one um, and, and you know what I'm actually this is maybe getting a wee bit biblical this one I'll throw uh, this final one out and, and create a list of nine now who creates a list of nine I don't know <laughs> it's a bit of an odd number obviously um, as there, I can see a lot of this stuff out there on social media and I see a lot of it in the world to be honest and at number nine is jealousy and I'm not sure that that's something I've ever really talked about much on the Speed Matter podcast, but but jealousy. I said it was a bit biblical. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbour's goods, wife, husband, fuck whatever it might be. And what I'm going to say to you just about jealousy is celebrate the success 
of others. Don't ever knock it. Celebrate their success. And you'll actually, once you start celebrating their success, and I have done this all my life, thankfully, I've never suffered from this. Once you start celebrating other people's success, people see you enjoying other people's success, and they then start to fucking cheer you on as well. So concentrate on being the best that you can be, and celebrate those who have had success on their own terms too. And that's number nine. So there you have it, the Sermon on the Mount from today. Nine things that are cancerous to a healthy, happy and successful life. Now, how many of them is your needle stuck on? Be honest with yourself. We'll just do a wee recap here. I said if you're doing two of them, you're fucked and you've got one week. Okay, number one, just to recap, was spend the money on depreciating assets such as cars or other shit that you don't need and trapping yourself in in a life and a cycle of debt. Number two was trusting your gut instead of actually doing the work. Trusting your, oh, my gut. Do the fucking work every time. Trust your gut if there's no more information to be gleaned, but never before that. Number three, stop trying to conform. Embrace your fucking weird, folks. Come on, you're individual. You're perfect. I love you the way you are. You should love yourself too that way. Number four, stop following the rules. Break out. Work your fucking ass off all year or do nothing but do it um, with premeditation as I talked about earlier on stop breaking stop following the rules number five stop making excuses they're for losers okay number six procrastination the silent killer of success number seven stop surrounding yourself with average people drop the anchors and wankers number eight no one owes you anything as soon as you get that into your head the better and number nine our little bonus track today cut the fucking jealousy I might do an episode about that some stage because I've never have uh, before. Now, if you tick two of those boxes, you're losing. Simple as that. And you're barred from Waller's Island. But I will defer, as every good judge, the former lawyer and me's coming out there, as every good judge might say, I'll give you a chance, I'll defer your sentence for one week so you can sort your fucking shit out. All the tools on how to beat this stuff are in 173 episodes of the Speed Matter podcast. It's a free resource, folks. Make sure you use it. Please use it and lead the best life you can to fulfilment and success. Now, someone who's just doing that is Owen, uh, E-O-I-N, Owen right here in Ireland, um, who's left a five-star review for the pod. And the title of the review says, This guy impacts. If you're an entrepreneur, he's a must-listen. And the review goes on, Short, impactful podcasts that make a difference. He cuts to the point and says it how it is. You get nuggets of takeaways that you can easily implement into your business and your life. Check them out. You won't regret it with one of those wee emojis with a wee strong arm, uh, with a Popeye arm. So thanks, Owen. Um, Reviews like this are like the fish for a walrus. They fill me up and they give me the drive. It's a bit fucking corny, isn't it? Uh, And they give me the drive to keep pumping out the good content. Now, why not? Do what Owen did and leave me a review if you're getting the value just like Owen is. Because I do deserve it. Nobody deserves anything. But if anybody does deserve something, it's a fucking review of this podcast. Come on, you've been promising me for a while. Anyway, so there I will be grateful and you will get gratitude and I'll shout you out on the pod. So there you have it. If you're doing stuff like that in your life, it's like smoking nine cancer sticks or cigarettes a day. And they're as damaging for your health, your wellness and your happiness as cigarettes are for your lungs. And you know what I'm going to say next, don't you? Whether you give them up or not, it's your choice. I'm a man on a mission.